Welcome to the ONS Energy Talks, a podcast where you meet experts on energy, technology, and sustainability. Hello, and welcome to a podcast by Learn and ONS. Our topic is energy technology. My name is Sylvia Seres, and my guest is Anders Pingbe, a CEO of Zaptec. Welcome. Thank you very much. Anders, um, you do smart charging of electric vehicles. That's correct. Yeah. I look forward to hear more about that. But before we start talking about your company, I'd like you to tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do. Yeah. Yeah, I'm the CEO of Zaptec. And uh, I've been there for one year. Uh, prior to my job now, uh, I was in Lyse, a utility company in uh, the southwest of Norway. So I discovered to, that um, there was a silent revolution going on in the energy industry. So uh, I feel that we can do, uh, do some impact with that in Subtech uh, with the charging of uh, electric vehicles. Was a silent revolution intended pun or not intended pun? <laughs> uh, I would say that the, the utility companies, they kind of uh, see that uh, there are shifts coming to them and uh, they are uh, preparing them, the, themselves for the future. But uh, I think uh, the private companies, they are even more agile and uh, they adopt faster than the, the uh, traditional utilities, that's uh, uh, what, what I've seen, yeah. So um, this sounds to me also as an innovation in a business model for energy companies, what you do in Zaptec. Can you, can you explain to us your idea and, 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 and how is this challenging or complementing traditional energy companies? Yeah, it's, uh, it's more like a, a niche when we talk about charging of electric vehicles. Uh, the concept is to uh, uh, electrify the transportation sector. Uh, more than 28% of the CO2 emissions in the world comes from this sector. So it's, uh, you need to be uh, working with the te technology and, and the business models within that sector to be the best. So the energy companies, they are broad, they are uh, operating the grid, they are uh, producing energy. But uh, what we see now is more specialized companies that uh, develop technology that uh, balancing power in a new way and also uh, build the, the, the technology for the future for the electrification uh, of the transportation sector. So, so what do you sell? We sell charging systems for uh, com com apartment complexes and uh, companies. Uh, today, the, the grid is quite weak in uh, many countries. Uh, so when a lot of people buy electric vehicles, they need to charge at home. That's the cheapest and most convenient way of uh, charging the, the EV. Uh, so we are providing them with uh, many charging points uh, from uh, a limited power capacity. So our technology is... Uh, is patented and uh, it's one of the best in, in, uh, in the world when it comes to uh, providing charging points uh, to many cars. How is it unique? Does it provide a sort of a local market as well or a, some sort of a battery capacity or how, how do these things work? Uh, 
Yeah, it's uh, to be very to make it a little bit simple. It's uh, about balancing the uh, current uh, power capacity that is in the house. So uh, in an apartment complex, they have they have not planned the electricity system for uh, for charging. So we have a technology that balance the power within the building to provide available energy all the time to uh, the cars. So when when uh, the the building is using a lot of energy on other things than uh, the cars, then the the charging. Uh, turns down or or is kind of decreased so it's about balancing all the time the power uh, both within the building but also within the, the energy system can you teach us a little bit about charging of electric cars is there a huge kind of surge in required electricity or is it somehow possible to balance uh, without these kinds of tools what, what does it do to the electric grid well <clears throat> uh, the the grid history is a uh, separate history because uh, the grids in most countries it's a monopoly and it's publicly owned so uh, for today we uh, kind of would see a more innovative uh, kind of attitude from the grid owners uh, so that they can interact with the, the demand side in, in a better way than they do today. Uh, a traditional grid company, they will invest all the time in the higher capacity, uh, but uh, there are a lot of uh, uh, kind of electric loads on the demand side that can help the grid company uh, with the uh, providing energy uh, without investing big amounts in the grid. So that is something that we look forward to for the future. Uh, when it comes to, to charging, it's, uh, it's not possible to use a traditional way of uh, uh, building a, uh, a, a normal electricity system. You need to have a, a smart system to, to uh, charge a lot of cars today. So basically, you mentioned concepts like power balancing and bidirectional flow of energy between the car battery and the house. How, how, does your system provide that, or how, how does one go about implementing these things? When it comes to balancing within the house, um, we have software that uh, control the energy flow within the building today. So we can offer services to our clients and uh, especially larger uh, parking complexes. Uh, when it comes to bi-directional flow of physical energy, uh, the cars, they are not ready for doing that today. So uh, a few years ahead of time, we will probably see that a normal car will be able to uh, also give uh, power back to the grid. Uh, so our system is ready for that, but the cars, they are not ready for that today. There is also a business model challenge here for the traditional energy companies. Can you explain that? Yeah, the, I would say that uh, it's only opportunities for private companies and for the for the utility companies. Uh, but one important thing is that uh, with local distributed energy systems, the power uh, is transferred from uh, a big uh, utility company to the, the buyers of energy. 
So in a few years ahead of time, we will see that uh, you have small local energy systems with uh, generating and storage of uh, electricity. Uh, this has been a, a central function uh, previously, but in the future we will see a power shift in this sector. And I think that's, uh, th that's good for the society and it also gives more renewable energy uh, to the world. You're saying that you think that there will be um, a revolution in the way that um, households are managing their energy in the future. They will produce energy, they will store energy, they will interact with neighbors and the grid in new ways. Um, you know, what, what is required in order to get there? Uh, it's re required a... Um uh, kind of uh, technology that is uh, possible to use on a small scale. So if you're going to equip your house with a PV uh, system on the roof and uh, and have storage uh, with batteries, uh, it, it needs to be uh, cost effective and both uh, the, the hardware but also the installation. So we need to see a a new industry uh, forming uh, that is pr professional when it comes to installing this stuff. Uh, and uh, I think also the prices uh, on, on, on local energy uh, systems need, need to be competitive uh, if you compare it to buying the electricity from, from the grid company. So, Do you think there is a power shift here between the large traditional monopolies in and, and into this more fragmented, uh, distributed way of production and consumption? Yes, there is. Uh, in Norway, we are blessed with the kind of central production of uh, renewable hydropower. So Norway is uh, maybe not the, the right uh, country to, to discuss. But uh, definitely, I will, I will guess that we will see a power shift uh, between uh, the, the traditional grid and uh, energy companies. Uh, I think it's important for the grid companies to know that if they're going to invest uh, a lot of money, the, the tariffs will uh, increase year by year, and that will make uh, the alternatives even more attractive. So PV will, will be more attractive, uh, photovoltaics uh, energy will be more uh, attractive when the grid rates are high. You're mentioning a, a project by Tesla, uh, two storage parks in uh, Hawaii. Why is it interesting? I think that the project is uh, when um, Tesla install uh, a very high capacity battery park uh, on a utility scale, uh, just a few years ago, that was uh, impossible to even talk about. Uh, but because uh, the technology wasn't ready. It, the technology was uh, uh, too expensive. Mm -hmm. So what they've been able to do is to re replace uh, fossil uh, energy, fossil fuel, with um, uh, photovoltaics, uh, PV energy. So I think it's, uh, it's an interesting uh, utility-scale uh, project that uh, uh, is, is uh, maybe not very profitable today, but they've been able to uh, decrease the CO2 emissions in Hawaii with, uh, with this system. Basically because they have created a very big and very powerful battery farm. Yeah. 
it's really interesting. I think I, I keep hearing that there are huge breakthroughs in battery technology, but um, I don't know enough about the, the kinds of materials, technology, and other things that make it possible. Can you say something relatively yeah. simple about that? Well, it's, um, I'm, I'm not uh, an expert in battery technology, mm -hmm. so the only thing I can say is that the lithium-ion batteries, the prices keep falling. But there is a, a problem with uh, some of the materials that they use. Uh, it's, uh, limited supply. it's limited supply mm -hmm. and uh, it's uh, a lot of research going on for, for new technologies. But uh, what we see now is that uh, in many countries, uh, an, uh, electric vehicles will be uh, have, have the same price as a, a diesel or a gasoline car. Uh, so that's just a few years ahead of us. And this is based on the lithium-ion battery prices that keeps falling. Yeah. Um, if you were to opine on the future of transportation, what, how, how do you see it developing? First of all, I, I think that uh, from the different technologies that is out there, uh, the ele electric vehicle has uh, really made a, a progress. And I think that uh, it's, it's uh, come to uh, to us for for and it's going to be with us for many years ahead. So I think technology-wise, electric vehicles will will increase. Uh, I think that self-driving cars will be uh, also uh, increasing uh, year by year. Uh, but I think it's going to be less uh, personally driven cars. In general, I think the, we have to reduce the, the number of cars on the roads. We are not able to build enough roads for the increasing population. So I don't think, think we have a choice. We have to drive together more people in, in one car or use uh, alternative transportation. So You say you do read stuff by Tesla. Um, they always have interesting perspectives on the future of everything really um, from space travel to batteries and, 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 and I don't even know what to call the boring company <laughs> but uh, Ferroamp who are they and, and why do you like them well Ferroamp is a Swedish company they are uh, they, have, they have interesting technology uh, so uh, what they actually do is, is that they build the local energy systems they uh, kind of uh, convert uh, AC to DC electricity and, and uh, vice versa uh, in a very effective way. So they can build a, a local energy system uh, and use the, the PV energy directly into the car battery uh, or they can provide it into the grid. So uh, they have uh, developed a very efficient technology that uh, is, uh, is there for the future, I think. But they have not been able to kind of be a commercial player yet, but they they are really, really uh, there for the future, I think, yeah. Do you have a quote that you would like to leave uh, with our listeners as a little <laughs> parting gift? Yeah, I was just uh, thinking about uh, Tesla again, and uh, in the spring of uh, 2018, uh, a lot of people, they talked about uh, Elon Musk in, in Tesla smoking weed, uh, but it, on an analyst call, or something yeah, it like was that. on a radio show, I think, yeah. and uh, and uh, I think that uh, he is smoking the whole uh, car manufacturing industry. 
while people are talking about him smoking weed. So I think that's an interesting thing from 2018. Yeah, yeah. I like the quote. Um, if people are to remember one thing from our conversation, what would you like it to be? I think that uh, if we're going to reduce the CO2 emissions in the world, we need to focus on electrification of the transportation sector and also how we generate electricity, because that's 50% of the emissions in the world. Uh, so if everybody can uh, think about how, how they can uh, add to this by uh, establishing a, a local uh, system for, for themselves or buying an electric vehicle or whatever they can do, I think that's, uh, we have to focus on, on where we can do something. Get on the bus. Yeah. Um, actually, I, I have a personal project to talk with you about yeah, <laughs> after we are let's done. Let's do that, yeah. Anders Stingbe, a CEO of Zaptec, that is helping us charge our electric vehicles smarter and better. Thank you so much for coming here and inspiring us about the huge shift in energy markets. Thank you for being here. Thank you for listening.